Hello, welcome to episode four of Hey Honey, How Was School? Today, uh, I have uh, two special guests from our classroom. As you well know, I have Yavor. Hi. And Graham. Hi. How are you guys feeling this week? Having good. a good week? Um, mm-hmm. Glad we're good. on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. feel like it was a nice week to record. Yeah, cool. So um, stuff happened. Yeah, we did. There was a lot. It was hard for me to choose this week what we should talk about. So anyways, our first highlight of the week is student-led conferences. Um, how'd those go for you guys? Um, I think it was uh, pretty good. I think most of the fifth graders are pretty confident about our student-led conferences. We kind of have, have done them last year, and mm-hmm. we kind of know what to do. Yeah, it was but, really stressful mm-hmm. last year, so it was last probably year. harder for mm-hmm. the fourth graders. The fourth graders may have had trouble last year. Yeah. It's kind of stressful. Um, although the opportunity of almost getting to like make and design our own conference yeah. is pretty cool because mm-hmm. instead of having like other people grade you and ask you the questions, mm-hmm. you almost kind of get a lead in it. It also mm-hmm. has some um, responsibility because you mm-hmm. can't just put like 10, I'm the best at everything. Yeah, yeah. Kind of actually, yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. actually have to judge all of it, and I feel like that's pretty neat. Um, yeah. It's like you have your nice. teacher and your parents, and they have to sit down and listen to you. Like, what are you going to share? Plus, I feel like another thing is cool, <laughs> because in the student-led conferences, uh-huh. kind of have to be like, you kind of have to almost, like, reflect on, like, the whole year that we've sort done. Sort of, yeah. You have to, like, look back on almost the whole year and mm-hmm. be like, oh, I yeah. did this. At this yeah. point, I had a lot of missing assignments. Yeah. At this point, like, this happened. <laughs> yeah. um, and I just feel like it's pretty cool. Yeah. Can you guys think of any advice that you would give to next year's fourth graders? Like, what can they keep in mind for their student-led conferences? Um, uh, I'd it's say... Not as, it's not as stressful as you think. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's just three people, pretty mm-hmm. much, mm-hmm. so it's... Yeah. It's and all people who love yeah. and care about you. Yeah. Just, yeah. Th- just think it's good. And another thing, I remember... When I was a fourth grader, I kind of over-complicated things. I was uh, like, my favorite mistake, and I, I know I like this mistake, but what, what if that's not good enough? Yeah, what if yeah. I need a better mistake? What if this mistake <laughs> doesn't work? And I feel like it, it, you, you do need to find something good. Yeah, and it you got to have evidence to support. Good evidence, mm-hmm. but also, like, you don't need to over-complicate uh, complicated or overthink it. Yeah. I remember I did that's that on nice. a few occasions last year where I was like, do I do this or is that enough? <laughs> awesome. Uh, number two highlights is our poetry mind map. We, I think in our last episode, talked about how we've been studying slam poetry. We've, uh, had several new poems this week, and tell, like, what's our poetry mind map? We started building something. We started reading a book called Limelight Mm -hmm. by someone who was famous for slam poetry. Yeah, Sully Raphael. Yeah, we've also been reading more poems, and Uh we just write down things we think that are important for Mm -hmm. writing poetry on this big piece of paper. Yeah, like writer's craft almost. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, it's like finding a writer's craft just in poem, and we find and have Mm -hmm. all these things that Mm -hmm. we found, like if we find, oh, alliteration, if you Mm -hmm. put the words together like Mm -hmm. this, it sounds good, let's add that to like rhythm, or something Mm -hmm. like that. We're building a like giant... Mm -hmm mind map web I feel like it'd be really paper. Cool. because at the end we can just look back and see yeah. all the things about yeah. poetry you know i thought about calling it um what up what's going on in this poem oh, yeah. <laughs> and then i was like no maybe we have too many yeah. <laughs> acronyms right now yeah. cool cool uh was there anything that surprised you guys or stood out to you this week in any of the poems like what um, was your favorite poem we did this week uh, i one of the things that stood out to me is there's just 
so many different kinds of slam poetry. Mm-hmm. I used to always think of poetry of just like perfectly graceful lines. Yeah, it's almost like rhyming. classical or something. Um, and then now I heard slam. It's like it's like rapping. It's like half, cool. Like half the lines <laughs> don't don't even rhyme with each other. They're like, uh, like that bacon poem. Like, yeah. I was that like, was how awesome. is this even a poem? Like, <laughs> it's really different rhyme yeah. schemes as well. Like, yeah. It's not an A, B, A, B pattern. Yeah. Like you're Non-standard. Saying, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. very cool. Uh, this uh, week, we rounded out our February math game of the month, and we learned how to play our new March math game of the month. Um, Yavar, why don't you talk about February math game of the month, and then, Graham, you can share about our new one. Uh, tell about 33 to 99. Uh, it was a interesting game. It was similar to twenty four, which yeah. I had played before. But mm-hmm. you have you choose the goal number rather mm-hmm. than uh, rather than it being set before, which mm-hmm. is just mm-hmm. twenty four, the same every time. Right. You also it's all it's also different numbers every time. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. It's yeah. It, the goal is to use the the numbers you roll on the dice and then any operation to meet the target number. Yeah, and try to get as close as possible if yeah. it's not possible yeah. in the first place. We in our tasting notes, we learned about a British TV show where they basically play this game. The numbers yeah. are a little bit more expansive, but there was an example of one that was really 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 challenging and we posted it and I think I offered a reward yeah. for I think me, Toby, finding a, cool a solution. All yeah, it. Ambrose Sweet. found one too, and it was so crazy oh, yeah. to me because you guys all did it in a different way, which blew my mind. Or I kind of just used powers because mm-hmm. one's the fifth power, is just one's pretty yeah. much you just cut a off. Good way number. to get rid of a number. Yep, that's yeah. cool. So talk about Sim Graham. Um, our new math game of the month, since it is March now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is a math game called Sim or S I M. Yeah, I don't really know which. Um, and how it works is you have this, it, you have six dots. Yeah. It's almost like a hexagon with yeah. no outer sides. Uh-huh. And it's hard to say the goal because the goal is to call, is to make the other person lose. But the thing is, mm-hmm. you want the other person to make a triangle because mm-hmm. each person, you just put a line on the board and two yeah. different colors. Uh-huh. And if they make a triangle fully of their color, that's corresponding from to three dots. If yeah. it's not, then it's a decoy triangle. Mm-hmm, Don't fall mm-hmm. for those. Then you <laughs> could call S, I, M um, on the three corners of the triangle. And if you got it right, mm-hmm. you'd win. But if you got it wrong, you'd lose. Mm-hmm. Or if you didn't say anything, if you didn't notice, mm-hmm. the next turn, the other person could call S, I, M on the, their own one. Yeah, and, like steal their own triangle. Win. But, yeah. And there's just so many different strategies, because mm-hmm. um, I mainly learned, unless in some very, very, very strange cases, which I never experienced, Toby <laughs> said he did, that the first placer always has to make a triangle. The do, When you say the first placer, do you I mean, mean first person, sorry. The person who goes first? Yes. So the person who goes first, you're saying you could force to lose? Yes, pretty much. Did you figure out how to do that? Like, with, with regularity? Um, well, I feel like, um, 
you kind of just have to be like always looking. It's almost in chess or, or checkers where you have to mm-hmm. be like, okay, he did this. Is there any way mm-hmm. that can harm me mm-hmm. or something? Like you uh, just have to be like always you have looking to anticipate and yeah, always yeah. observing. Because uh-huh. technically, if you go down to the moves, mm-hmm. the person who goes first will run out of moves that don't make a triangle mm-hmm. before the person who goes second. Technically, you could always win if you go second. Yes. Yeah. If you know, really good, did you guys figure out why that happens or? Uh, well, we kind Probably of said because, earlier. Oh. Go ahead. Because the person who goes first usually has one more line than the yeah, other Yeah, because there's 15 so. yep. total connections between the dots. Yeah. Super interesting. So are you guys going to, like, school your parents this weekend? Be like, hey, Mom, Dad, do you guys want to play this really simple game? <laughs> it's super easy. I bet that you couldn't beat me. And then you just, like, beat them every single time. Or my dad, <laughs> he, he's really good at math, plus <laughs> Sawyer is in my neighborhood and Toby. Yeah. Uh, um, Toby might be coming back mm-hmm. from his like, yeah. trip soon so I could play it with him. Yeah. Do you guys think you could play this game online? Like, probably. long distance? You could. You kind of, like, need a website. Yeah, what would you use? Google Drawing, I think, might work if you have the dots and you yeah. use Google Drawing to make lines. Mm-hmm. Do you have ideas? mostly about confusion, so making it online would probably make it easier. You think? Yeah, since mm-hmm. the lines are less mixed up. Oh, it's, like, clear to read or see. Mm, Interesting. Okay. Uh, I can't wait to hear about you guys playing it this month and if you guys came up with anything else or tried any of the variations um, at the end of March when we uh, regroup. Highlight number four uh, is Isaac's birthday writing contest. I think first, you guys, maybe, Yavar, you can start us off. Uh, What is, like, our traditions? Like, what do we do when it's your birthday in our classroom? usually do drawing contests and uh, well Isaac is a really good drawer mm-hmm. he won first place when it was my birthday last last year yeah so he maybe he just decided that rather than drawing he would want to do a writing contest about yeah guinea pigs. yeah <laughs> we so on your birthday we have a list of things um, it's a fun activities like you could pick a game to play. Yep. A, a favorite is the drawing contest. You get to be the yep. judge of a drawing contest and choose yeah. the topic. So Isaac kind of he, I don't know, would we say he threw a wrench in it? He or I think gave he, us a new one. You know, he's yeah. like, I'm gonna have you do a writing contest, and we only had five minutes. You had to write a story, and his nugget he gave us was guinea pigs. Guinea pigs. It was really hard for me because <laughs> I I kind of think it's fun to write big long stories. Yeah, yeah. And my story didn't really have that much of a climax in mm-hmm. it since it was mm-hmm. just so short, and I was trying to write mm-hmm. out as much as I can. Yeah. Um. So it, it was, was kind of hard. So cool to me though because I read some of the winners in class and we laughed, and it was amazing to me even what you guys pulled off in just five minutes. Uh, I think sometimes we, like, stress out about writing, or you guys will come and you'll be like, I don't have anything to write about, or I have no ideas, or, you know. And I think removing the stress of it almost made you guys better writers. It was super-duper fun for me. For me, it was also pretty hard, because I don't know what guinea pigs are like. I don't have Mm. pets, so... Mm. So did you just, like, make up what they were like? Yeah. Yeah. I was about teleporting guinea pigs, so... Oh, right! I also... So are you saying guinea pigs can't teleport? I'm saying that I don't know if they can teleport. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I feel like it was kind of hard because I also didn't know that much about guinea pigs, so I kind of made a fantasy where the guinea yeah. pigs can talk to each other and they're almost humanoid. Oh, are you saying guinea pigs can't talk? 
well, they can't talk to each other and they can't even like vocalize. <laughs> but yeah, in mine there is a talking Maybe they don't magic speak wand English. and <laughs> okay. all these kind of fantasy, funny uh-huh. ge- stuff. The guinea pigs standing on their hind legs, making yeah. humanoid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but cool. yeah. All right, highlight number five, student choice. What'd you guys pick? Uh, for it, we picked the Laguidig um, of the week. Mm-hmm. What's is, going on in this graph? Yeah, mm-hmm. which was about the. But it was about ozone depleting gases that were mm-hmm. released. Yeah, we read a story at the beginning of the year featuring. Mario in the hole in the sky. Yeah, um, one of the scientists who was involved <coughs> in the discovery and problem solving for the hole in the ozone, ozone layer. layer. What was so cool about the data, I guess, for us to to experience the data after having read that story? It was really cool because at first we only saw part of the graph, but it was also a line mm-hmm. graph, a trend line graph, mm-hmm. but made mm-hmm. with dots. And um, you could see, because at first it was going up, mm-hmm. and if we hadn't known what would happen, we'd think it would keep going up, mm-hmm. but then it, it just immediately like went downwards mm-hmm. let's make predictions about mm-hmm. what could happen yeah and that was the point where mario um had said okay th- th- this is happening like mm-hmm. we all could be like this sun could burn us too much ultraviolet light mm-hmm. could get through so like the whole world acted yeah then they, they really fixed it yeah, yeah right around the 80s 90s when they started to meet at the government level like yeah. governments all over the world mm-hmm. decided whoa we gotta stop we gotta stop this work together, and they healed the whole, which is so crazy. Mm -hmm. We had a really cool discussion about, like, what implications or um, hope, maybe, does this give us for our current climate issues? Um, Well, it kind of gives us hope that maybe we can get enough people to act up, but I also kind of feel like it almost means that Mm -hmm. we need a big crisis to act because lots Mm -hmm. of people are trying to act. But but you kind of need the whole world to stop global warming. So I feel like it'll kind of get to an extreme, like Mm -hmm. maybe in like... I don't know, like... Like, it's not extreme yeah. enough right now yeah. for yeah. people to like want people to act. People would be like, yeah. oh, okay. The whole world yeah. is procrastinating. Yeah. Like, maybe... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. How do you guys... I th- I feel like I asked you guys, like, how do you guys feel as children right now in, I guess, maybe how the grown-ups are handling things? Like, do you wish that we let you guys handle this? Uh, not really. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to say. Because um, sometimes I feel like sometimes the grown-ups kind of like to stick to their old traditions that mm. maybe aren't perfectly mm-hmm. like um, uh, e-friendly, but yeah. like lots of things mm-hmm. aren't really environment-friendly. Mm-hmm. Like phones and big devices yeah. all come from like Silicon Valley and all these places yeah. mm-hmm. that are like, terrible for the environment. Yeah. yeah. And, like, biomes are getting chopped down for more mm-hmm. resources so mm-hmm. I can sell it for more land. And yeah. Do you guys feel like that at some point in your future you might like to get involved in some kind of climate change activism? Yeah. yeah. Maybe I just feel like it's lots of people doing small things, like lots of people yeah. just recycling, lots mm-hmm. of people just cool. doing all the things that they can. Just, just mm-hmm. like It's like if you do a small bad thing, mm-hmm. then a thousand other people could do a small bad thing. It could be a big yeah. bad thing. What if everybody did but that? But if you did a small good thing, then a thousand other people did a small mm-hmm. good thing, it'd be better. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Like, yeah. Even on small decisions, you can just like yeah. make them better. Yeah. Like, How do we get just... the whole world to to mm-hmm. stand up for this, though? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Any Anything you'd like to add, Yavor? Um, I just feel like we should stop this before it's too late. Are you talking about global warming or are you talking about this podcast? 
Because uh, we're getting kind of long here. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, yeah, good point. Out. Um, no, that's okay. I think it's hilarious. Um, so, for listeners at home, we have an exciting surprise for you guys. We have an outro today. A friend took some audio clips from our very first episode and put together a little outro for us. So, uh, we're going to play it for you. And it may not be good quality quite yet. We're figuring out how to how to get it downloaded in some different ways. But... Uh, here you go. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.